A new J.D. Power study on retirement planning found that over half of those planning for retirement were classified as financially unhealthy, with over 60% of those respondents sharing that they have challenges managing their accounts. Coming up, the easiest way to help you stay financially healthy as you approach retirement. Welcome in to Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. Welcome to Your Retirement Untangled. It's Andrew Nida here with Luis Param here at Asset Management Group, a fiduciary financial planning firm working and serving the citizens of Atlanta, Georgia, Birmingham, Alabama, Montgomery, the Southeast. And we're so glad to be here. We do this every single week. And what we're trying to do is bring real life truth to the reality of the struggle of executing a retirement in today's environment. And today we do have an interesting topic. I'm glad you brought the intro in there, but you're right. So this whole study, 2022 J.D. Power U.S. Retirement Plan Digital Experience Study explores the shocking pitfalls that come with utilizing the resources of the digital age when planning for retirement. And you know, I'm going to throw a little twist on top of that. And that is that, you know, obviously we're in a digital world right. and, and we use, you know, technology, it's all at our fingertips and what a great uh, tool that's available to us. But, but I also think that the markets and the economy that we've been in over the past decade has also emphasized that w- what we feel really is like this ease uh, of simplicity. Uh, to be able to use this service along with good markets and execute a successful retirement. And I'm thinking that in a year like this year, we found that maybe that's not all altogether true. Yeah, we talk a lot about uh, pressing the easy button when it comes to retirement planning. And we and you're right, Andrew, the last we've been we're coming from a an, an amazing bull market where you just you could have invested in anything right for the most part and would have had success in whatever means and however you want to define success but the market has been up for so long i mean even the drop intramonth um, was it march to april of 2020 when the market dropped over 30 percent almost 40 percent depending on which indice you looked at well it, sp- it spiked right back up and so volatility has really been you know lost in people's vocabulary for a while so the idea of having all these apps you know, I don't want to name any right now, but all the apps where you can invest easily and see some success has really, in my opinion, um, made people feel very confident that they can manage their own investment. Well, I want to say investments, their own plan, right? Just by using apps. And, you know, the, this study has really highlighted that those who have who have solely just used apps, websites to construct their own plan feel that they're financially unhealthy because of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to the tune of, listen to this. of investors say they can manage their accounts digitally without contacting customer support. That's not very many. That's not many. Yeah. So it makes you wonder if the technology itself is really sufficient to providing number one comfort, but really even executing a plan. You know, you and I know this because we we have the TV show and the radio show, Your Retirement Untangled. We also do these educational workshops all over. And and when we're teaching, uh, oftentimes we get questions by even those that maybe self-manage or that use some of these platforms that are coming to us saying, hey, but but I got a question about taxes. You guys were talking about taxation and conversion and all these different things that I need to be concerned about with the possibility of, of increased future tax rates, uh, social security, when to file, how to file. They have all these questions that, that really you and I both know are absolutely uh, paradigm to the success of their plan, right. but their technology doesn't cover it. So then, you know, it brings a question, do they even have a plan with the technology? And, that, and that's, that, that's the missing key. That's the missing part to these apps is 
you know, there's there's so many different layers and and nuances and, and the complexities when it comes to planning for retirement that these apps, for no fault of their own, can't really interweave all of the different areas that you have to consider when it comes to plan. Like you mentioned social security. Well, most apps or most websites you go to, if, if you want, if you typed in, how do I maximize social security? Well, they'll say, take it at 70 because that's the true way uh, air quotes around the word true way to maximize social security. You wait till you're 70 years old, get the 8% compounding delayed credit. And then that's how you maximize social security. But for someone who is, maybe 63 years old, maybe has some health scares or maybe just lost their their job and they're trying to make ends meet. Well, one may say, well, should I take Social Security right now? The websites, the apps are going to say that because maximizing it means waiting till 70. Yeah. let's. I mean, so let's go a little bit deeper in here. Think about all the individuals that are saving with uh, their 401ks at their place of employment. Not only are they investing in the 401ks, but they all have a dashboard. They all log into the dashboard. And, and oftentimes it would give them a future indication right. of where they're going to be, right? It's giving them an idea of what their social security benefits should be, as well as what type of income that their account should be able to create in retirement, which which for many, we get this question. They're like, oh, it looks like I'm on track because I log in to you know, Empower where my 401k provider is and it says that I'm going to get you know six grand a month. And that seems pretty good. But, but do they ever really question what really goes into calculating what that benefit would be? Even beyond that, technology has, has given us this sense of comfort that we can actually just jump in there and you know, allow the system to help us diversify as if a computer knows the allocation that we should have based off of our plan. The computer doesn't know anything about a plan. No. All it knows is about your age. Yeah, that's it. And so they provide these, uh, you know, push the easy button type retirement. Yeah, these, these, uh, you've got to read the fine print when, <laughs> when, when you look at those assumptions, right? I mean, most of these uh, softwares are using a, what is it, a 4% withdrawal rate, maybe like a 6% return. And and I think the the calculations are pretty are pretty alarming when you think about it because these these calculations are, are assuming that you're going to get a six percent return every single year. Well, we know the markets don't work that that way. Right? We're experiencing a year right now. Just looked earlier today, uh, as of this recording, the S and P is down twenty one percent for the year. Is the system are is, are your calculation are your calculators calculating? A, a drop in the market, or are they just considering a six percent return every single year? And that doesn't happen. Yeah, that no, just does not happen. happen. It doesn't happen, and that and that is why it is so vitally important, Mo, that that people have a good indication of where they're headed, especially in a moment like this. Now, hopefully, all of you listeners out there, you've done your work, you've put a plan together with a financial advisor, and if you haven't, hopefully, you still remain confident in your own ability to execute your plan. But what we have found is that many people have not. That is why we offer the Retirement Readiness Review on all of our shows and radio show and podcast. And the Retirement Readiness Review is a very simple way for our listeners to come in and, and see exactly what a financial plan looks like in comparison to these digital formats that they've kind of relied on all this time. And so, you know, tell them a little bit about the Retirement Readiness Review and what we do in that process complimentary for the people that reach out on this TV show, yeah. radio show. Yeah. So the review, essentially what it does is it looks at different areas of your retirement plan. We're, we're talking about your income strategy. Where are you going to dr drive your income from is going to be your 401k, IRA, pensions, whatever it may be. And then we start looking at taxes. You know, Taxes have a, a huge impact on our ability to stay retired. So we'll look at ways to mitigate the tax bill throughout retirement. Then we'll look at areas such as 
smart safe money and smart risk money, money that we know for a fact that's completely shielded from market volatility and the money that's in the markets. We're going to look at social security, maximizing your own social security plan. We're going to look at taking consideration RMDs. It's it's really taking an x-ray of your entire financial plan and putting together a review for you and analysis so that you can feel confident and ready to retire. I don't want the audience to think that we are completely against the, the digital world, right? Because we have a firm uh, uh, with in-house cloud investors as part of our firm right here that works with clients throughout the country. And on the digital side of it, what we allow um, the, our clients is full access to a financial advisor that knows you, knows your plan, uh, but we're we're taking advantage of technology, right? If we're using different web, um, Zoom, for instance, a lot of our clients, a lot of these meetings are done uh, via video, but you still have that human approach that can really put a holistic plan for you. So we're actually merging the two. We're merging technology, but we're still keeping that human approach to it. Yeah, I think, you know, if you're sitting there and you're wondering, okay, am I, am I stuck with a digital you know, plan? Do I even have a plan that works? You know, questions that I think you should, you should be able to have an answer to would be, Hey, do I have access to go and look at a cash flow report? Do I have access to go and check a balance sheet of my investments every single day or every moment? You know, can I see what yesterday's losses and how that would impact my future position, right? That's a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you understand the dynamics of taking social security benefits two years before you plan to, or maybe two years after your full retirement age, the cost of healthcare, the implications of tax planning. These are all things that are necessary for you to feel confident in answering for your plan to be able to stay, you know, in a position of success throughout your retirement. You know, we always say your goal is not just to get to retirement. <laughs> Ultimately, your goal is to stay retired. That's right. And the reality is, is this year has tested people's ability to stay retired or even get to retirement. And more importantly, it has shaken the foundation of some of these softwares. Uh, you know, one of the biggest things before we wrap up this segment that I wanted to throw out there, and you mentioned it earlier, you talked about average rate of returns. And and listen, this is this is probably one of the most important parts of this segment that I want to I want to make sure is super clear for our listeners. So if you're listening, by all means, bear in just for a second. Get get rid of the distraction. If if you have projected your own ability to be successful by a spreadsheet, or you go on to uh, Dave Ramsey's calculator or some type of compounding interest calculator out there to project where you should be. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, you got to proceed with caution. There's nothing wrong with the calculation or the calculators they provide great resources, but oftentimes it's very misleading because it gives us an average rate of return mode, which you threw out there earlier and average rates are not real rates and our markets don't work on the average. Okay. No. They're moving continuously. They're living and breathing from day to day. And not that, not that, uh, once again, it's a bad thing or a bad tool to use, but if you want to have a good indication of where you're headed, it is absolutely uh, important or necessary to test your plan against a variation of returns, different sequence of returns right. to make sure that your plan can test to be successful. I'm going to wrap it up real quick. First segment coming to an end, guys. First and foremost, let me thank you for taking the time to uh, listen to your retirement untangled as we bring the truth and the reality to financial planning to make sure that you're making the right decision. Uh, we're a team that works by your side. Now, listen, if you're sitting there, you've never had a plan put together for you. You're questioning if you're going to be successful, if you're on the right path. 
if you're on the uh, right roadmap to a successful retirement, it is absolutely important for you to connect with a team like ours. And we, what we offer is the Retirement Readiness Review. We do it for uh, the first 10 callers every single week on this show. So if you've been listening for several weeks, several months, by all means, take the time to reach out now. Our number here is 1-800-419-6164. That's 1-800-419-6164. Mo, what do we got next? One of the toughest things about planning for retirement is to anticipate the unexpected. When we come back, we'll go over some of the unexpected things you should include in your plan. Welcome back to Your Retirement Untangled. It's Andrew Nidison here with Moise Param here at Asset Management Group, a firm, a fiduciary firm, really, that's working side by side uh, on the same side of the table as our clients every single day to ensure that their money is working correctly. And when I say correctly, from all elements, including uh, taxation, uh, risk, allocation, distribution, you name it, our focus is to make sure that not only can our clients get to retirement mode, but we're making sure that they can stay retired, which is important when we come up to the segment right here, because the segment that you mentioned and the topic that we're going to cover is preparing for the unexpected. Right. Okay. And, and when we're talking about financial planning, that is our responsibility. You know, our responsibility as a financial advisor is to think about the elements that could affect our clients outside of what they naturally would consider. You know, this is not what they do every day. This is what we do every day, right? Uh, is making certain that we build a moat around someone's plan to ensure that all the different things that could attack their ability to be successful, we've considered it, we've thought through it, we've prepared for it. Uh, and that's what a true financial planning relationship is. But but let's just be honest, uh, that's not always the case. No, no. I mean, um, as, much as, as much planning as we do for our clients, and you mentioned, Andrew, the responsibility that we put to the table, the responsibility for the client on the other end is to let us know if anything has changed in their lives that can and that would they feel like would significantly impact their financial plan. And I would always say, you know, expect the unexpected in life, just in general. And so when clients tell us things that have changed, right, whether it's a change in marital status, whether it's relocating, whether it's, uh, you know, whatever it may be. Our plan, our job is to make sure that we can adjust and, and make sure that their plan can be able to manage these unexpected situations that come up because they will come up, right? We're talking about a retirement that could last 30, 35 years. It's not going to be smooth sailing. There's going to be some bumps along the road, but our plan that we create for our clients is flexible enough so we can pivot when new information comes about. It seems, you know, sometimes it seems kind of like a doomsday thought, right? I want to prepare for all these different scenarios, but you're right. It's, it's necessary and, and doing what we do every day, we've seen such a variety of different situations, yeah. right? People that have had, you know, a lot of success and people that have been through some challenging moments and, and really, honestly, it's an honor to step in and to be able to help people navigate some of these challenges that they faced or, and, and ultimately did not expect, you know, so let's, let's jump into some different things that we want our listeners to be thinking of and considering when it comes to retirement. One of the, one of the things that comes to <laughs> mind is, you know, inflation. And when I think inflation, Lord, everybody's so sick of that word, you know, the cost of everything going up, but think about like, you know, home repairs or maintenance or, you know, just the things that just naturally cost more and, and Mo, those it's going through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I was talking to a, a friend of mine and she's building a house in, um, uh, 
in a, a town, Daresville, where you're from, Andrew, and where you live. At, but uh, in January, the cost of the materials since then, so we're talking nine months, almost 10 months, have, has saved her because she hasn't uh, finalized the construction yet, uh, but saving her $50,000. And so her and her husband are saying, let's just keep waiting. Yeah. Let's wait a few more months. Let's see if we can bring the cost down even more. I mean, the cost of, of lumber is starting to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, the start the the cost of just uh, the manpower, right? Yeah. It's starting to go down. So yeah, the just you know, simple things that could, you know, you may want to have a deck, right? You may want to widen some doors or whatever, some um some door frames if you want to do that. And so these costs can come up over time while you're retired. And one thing you may want to consider is maybe, you know, how to how to plan for the unexpected, right? Well, if you think there's going to be some major work to be done around the house, well, maybe instead of doing it while you're retired, you, you start to think this is planning, right? Maybe we do some of this work while I'm working, right? We have the income coming in. We're not on a fixed income or fixed budget. Well, now we can maybe take care and, you know, start to hammer down some of these um these, these home projects while we're working instead of waiting till we're retired. Yeah. It's important, you know, when you're talking about distribution and setting up a successful income plan for a client that, that all of these items have to be considered in excess, right? Because most time, most often when people think of retirement, they think of income and when they think of income, they say, okay, how much money do I need? But they don't calculate some of these items we're talking about. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I have a, I have a million dollars in assets and, and I need $45,000 a year, every year net of taxes. Sometimes they don't consider that. We should probably talk about that as well, <laughs> but, um, you know, they're getting the income and then all of a sudden, Hey, that, that AC unit went out or the deck I want to replace or whatever. And, and because of the cost have gone up so much mode, that's a, you know, that's a 10%, 15, 20% increase in their net need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is, which is an incredible add on, especially when you're trying to navigate markets that we're in right now. That's right. Right. That's it's right. a big issue. So let, let's jump forward then let's go ahead and hit taxation. Okay. I want to hit taxes because, because this is probably the one area that we feel people forget to consider. All right. This whole tax environment that we're in, let me just throw this out there real quick for you guys. If you're not thinking taxes, if you have an advisor that's not thinking tax planning, then he's not a financial planner. He's not. I'm going to be that that clear and that specific. If you're not talking distribution, how to how to manage the tax responsibility of your plan, uh, then you need to get some clarity on what's going to happen because we we truly believe here at Asset Management Group that that the one area that clients lose out and the one area that can erode someone's ability to stay retired, erode the assets that support their financial plan is taxation. Okay? Yeah. There's a, I think there's a huge misconception that, uh, when I'm, when I retire, I'm going to automatically be in a diff, in, a, in a lower tax environment. Like that's the law. Like they think that retirement equals lower tax environment. That's not, that's News not the flash. case. Newsflash, right? Breaking news. That's not always the case, especially, especially if you're, if you've done really great work planning for your retirement. What I mean by that is you've been very diligent of saving, you know, throwing money back into 401ks or SEPs or IRAs, whatever it may be. You've, you've navigated tremendous markets and you're, and you've built up these accounts that are, you know, tax, uh, what I call tax bombs waiting to happen in these pre-tax accounts, 401ks, IRAs, like I mentioned before. Uh, you've paid off your house, so you don't have the, the, the those deductions anymore. Kids are out the house, and so all of it, you may have a pension. And all of a sudden, you get to retirement, you have no earned income, but you're taking a forty thousand dollar distribution from your four hundred one k. Then you've got this pension kicking in. Then you've got Social Security kicking in, and that's just you. 
compound that with your spouse, and all of a sudden you might be in the exact same tax environment as you were before, or maybe even worse, maybe even worse. And if you're not factoring that in, like you said, taxes can have a way, if if not planned correctly, can evaporate your retirement assets just like that. Yeah. And when, and when I think about the best way to prepare for for this whole scenario with taxation, it's to, it's to have a living and breathing plan. You know, you, you made a statement at the start of the segment that that the financial planning in which we do is 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 uh, living and breathing and flexible to be able to adapt with whatever life scenarios throw at our clients. And, and the reason that is, is because we look at ourselves here more than just an investment firm. OK, our team here at Asset Management Group is here as a as a partnership and a coach to our clients so that when these things happen, it is a living and breathing plan ultimately to make sure that we're constantly making the right decision. The truth is, is when it comes to taxes, uh, you know, it's not a one size fits all and, and not, and what might be best for a client in 2021 or 2020 might be different in year 2022, right? With all the volatility, then there may be things that the client should do this year that they would not have been recommended uh, to have in place last year. Right. Okay. So, so really this whole thing about planning is living and breathing, uh, which is very important when we're talking about the unexpected. And sometimes the tax, and there's two things about the tax planning too, that I want to bring up. Sometimes there's just a, a window where we can execute some of the strategies that we want to execute. Right. Because once RMDs come into into the, the to the picture where you'll be forced to take distributions out, sometimes we lose a little bit of the ability to do some of the, the, the great tax planning, tax planning we want to do. But then there's those who the tax planning isn't necessarily for themselves. It's for the generation that they're for the next generation. Right. The assets that they're leaving behind for their their spouses or for their kids where we deliver what the tax planning done today, you may not see it. But you're giving, but you're leaving a a legacy behind to your to your kids, to your to your spouse, where they don't have to deal with that tax burden. Yeah. So it goes it goes both ways, right? Not just for yourself, but for the for the uh, yeah, and who the next wants generation, to work their entire life, and then give the money, you know, to Uncle Sam, right? right? Let's make sure it gets to the people that's supposed to. You know, another major unexpected situation that a lot of people have been faced with is the loss of a, a loved one, loss of a spouse. Right. And, and oftentimes, uh, you know, I'm going to say the majority of the time, uh, a loss of a spouse equals a loss of cash flow. You know, uh, we have a client right now that is, is going through this exact situation and it happens uh, unfortunately over the recent years with COVID and, and some of the health concerns that we, that we've had across the board, uh, throughout our country and throughout the world. Uh, we've had clients experience, experience this more frequent and, and a loss of a, a loved one like that is a loss of income. And so it does have an impact to someone's financial stability. Uh, and you know, do we want to consider these things in planning? Uh, it's not comfortable. Let's be honest, Mo. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's a challenge, but, but the, but the reality is, is we have to consider it, right? We have to know how, how the missus is going to be left and what type of situation she's going to be left in because the structure of a plan today is absolutely uh, important and vital to make certain that they're taken care of. That's why it's absolutely necessary. If you're a listener of this show to take advantage of what we offer here. That's the retirement readiness review. Now our planning is, is most suitable for clients that have $750,000 of assets of, of investable net worth so that they can execute some of the planning strategies that we do. But we can make these plans flexible enough to adapt to the client that has a few hundred thousand put away, making sure that they're also going to be successful. So listen, if you're sitting here listening to the call and you're like, you know what? I need this. I need to feel confident right now more than ever. As much money as I've lost, 
loss because of these markets as instable and uncertain as these uh, markets and this economy is right now, I want to have the certainty that I'm going to be successful for my future, then you've got to be one of the top 10 to pick up the phone to call. Number here is 1-800-419-6164. Again, it's 1-800-419-6164. Mo, what do we have next? So far, 2022 is now being compared to 20, 2008, and that's not pretty. So from rising interest rates to runway inflation, there's no question it's a tricky time to retire. The good news is we've got some strategies for pre-retirees and retirees to stay on track in this bear market. Welcome back to Retirement Untangled. It's Andrew Nidas sitting here with Moise Param at our weekly show focused on bringing the truth and the reality to financial planning in the market of, of uncertainty, what we have here at in year 2022, which it's been a crazy year. And that's going to be really the topic that we hit right now is grinding through uh, some important situations that we are facing economically. Uh, with interest rate environment going up and inflation going up and our portfolios going down <laughs> and, and making sure. And I hate, you know, it's, hey, but it's truth and it's real. And, and yeah. clients need to have a clarity, some clarity and some understanding about what to do and how to do it and how to make the right moves in a moment like this. So, you know, a quick uh, poll of financial advisors, a quick poll of financial advisors shows that their clients are more preoccupied with gas and food prices than this terrible stock market. Um, I don't know how true that is. I feel like, you know, everybody's worried about the stock market right now, or maybe they're avoiding maybe it. Maybe they're avoiding it. Yeah. I mean, in some aspects there's, you know, there's certain things in the, in the market that you can't, you can't control, right? You, if you invest in great quality companies, if you have a plan, if you have a strategy, then you invest and, you know, you kind of close your eyes and don't look at the next, the next quarter statements and just say, okay, I understand what's going on. I understand all the different, the macro and the micro parts of the world and, and the economy. So I'll just let my, my advisor take care of the investments. But when you start looking at, you know, navigating the gas pumps, going to the grocery stores and you seeing those prices and you say to yourself, wow, I'm going to have to make some really radical choices. I think, yeah. I think a lot of, I, I, I might agree with that, but most people are thinking about the day-to-day -day survival. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. They probably are because it impacts their day-to-day -day spending habits, right? right? So it's affecting what they're doing day-to-day. -day. So I, I get what you're saying, but it's problematic if their advisor is saying, don't, you know, that's a common statement. Don't worry about it. Don't look at it. Just stay the course. Stay the course. You know, listen, uh, I understand the fundamentals of investing. We understand that, you know, there's power in dollar cost averaging. There's power in, in just waiting out and, and waiting through some of the volatility. But the problem that we have is that we have found a lot of people are, are taking more risk than what they ever should have been taking, maybe because they had to, because fixed investments have been, you know, so suppressed over a decade of right. low interest rate environment that, that they've had to take maybe some unnecessary risk to get returns. Um, and so maybe the message isn't applicable. You know, what we've been telling people is, hey, listen, if your advisor doesn't want to look at it or doesn't want you to look at it, we will. Right. Because for some people, not all, but for some people, Mo, they need to be making changes. And there's many reasons why, uh, you know, one of them, let's let's talk about just a recent recording here. Jimmy Siegel, a professor at the Wharton School of Business. Many of you guys have heard of him uh, on the news if you watch some of the financial channels, but discussed uh, the Fed's decision to, to raise rates, making a point that the Fed has been overcorrecting the rate hike giving the Fed a, a ultimately a, a D, okay, <laughs> for their attempts to tame inflation. Listen to this from Siegel. 
the Fed tightening and how high they're going to have to go, I think is almost excessive now. I think the Fed has to be careful. You know, I monitored the money supply and, you know, that told me that we were going to have all this inflation that we had. Well, the money supply has been brought to almost a dead stop this year. And that is unprecedented. And I said, you know, three weeks ago, the Fed has just got to be careful not to slam on the brakes and just crash this economy. They've got to watch things. Yes, they have to raise. They have to ratify what's going on. But they have to realize that most of the inflation now is behind us, even though it's going to be going through the official statistics over the next six to to 12 months. Mm. Six to 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that that's that's an interesting statement, because in some aspects, what he's saying is, is that, hey, the Fed's decision to raise interest rates has such a delayed effect right. uh, on inflation and, and some of uh, us seeing some of that come to life here in the economy itself. Um, you know, but he's given them a D too much, too aggressive. What, what, what grade would you give them? You know, I, listen, <laughs> it's the feds, right? So, so I'm going to tell you this. I, oh. I, I understand what, the, what they're, what ultimately they're trying to do, right? They're trying to pull the liquidity out. They're trying to take money out, but, but for that to happen, they have got to see spending stop, not spending stop, but spending reduce. Right. They have to. And so what I immediately think of Mo is what, what drives spending? And when I think of what drives spending, I think of, okay, successful portfolios. People have extra money. That's going to give them the, the feel free to go spend more money. People that have good wages, they're making good money. And when you make good money, you can spend good money. Um, you know, good portfolios, good wages. What else? House prices going through the roof, right? It's all this confidence, right? If you if you feel confident about your, your current financial position right now, you have no qualms about spending. I mean, we... I still drive down on on 75 and 85 and the highways are still packed. I still go to the malls and and shopping centers and people are still shopping. I I personally haven't really seen the the curbing of spending as uh, as I think I there should be knowing what's going on in the the, the climate right now. And I think that's what the feds are trying to figure out is at what point can we make it so excruciatingly painful that the consumer feels uncomfortable and and unconfident spending. And you know what's you know what's crazy about that is for them to f- see that it has to happen at the consumer level and what's going to drive that if we flip those just three or four items that you mentioned up on its head we got to see people not make good money. We got to see people lose jobs. Right. We got to see portfolios decrease. Right. People are are losing money. Uh, we got to see a suppression in house pricing. Okay. And when those few things happen then we see spending decrease, okay? Then demand is lowered. And when demand's lowered, pricing is lowered. Therefore, inflation goes down. That's how it connects. But, you know, Siegel also said something about the time frame, And he said, you know, it's just a matter of the statistical data coming to life over the next, what do you say, eight to 10 months? So, right, eight to- yeah, six to 12 months. Six to 12 right. months. All right, so listen to this. You know, we, we've also been in this inversion of the yield curve, okay? Uh, the two-year minus the 10-year. And and that happened back in July. And, you know, you and I both know that almost every time that happens, we're seeing a recession, okay? But, but you know, this is a crazy statistic as well. Usually the recession happens between 12 and 16 months following the inversion of the yield curve, right? Now, yes, we've already experienced a few months of, you know, not, not significant, but definitely negative earnings. Right. We have right? seen that. We've seen a, a lower, uh, a, a, a decreasing economy over several months now. And, and so, you know, the truth is, is there's a lot of things that are coming to a 
to play right now mode that are affecting people's livelihoods and and ultimately changing the direction that they think they're headed with their financial plan and that's where all of this becomes you know real life yeah i mean the the numbers came out the other day unemployment is at i think three and a half percent that's still historically low right it's just not it's it's not to put for it's not to a point where the government wants it to be and and we're seeing and the, the the combat to that is we're seeing some of the work the older workforce kind of going back into work right so i don't know the numbers behind exactly but how does that impact the unemployment right because if they're expecting people to that making it so expensive to to uh to, uh, to, to live and they want to see jobs kind of just go away well we're seeing uh you know this older generation 60 61 64 going back into work getting some types of jobs because they need it to, to survive and that's you know that's a that's a that's a valid point matter of fact it's it's one that marty mucci mentions he's the ceo of paychecks but yeah you guys listen to this right here you know you're seeing as you know savings coming down <clears throat> and also credit card debt going up and so i think there will be more people coming back into the workforce uh, you know, I hate to buck the trend, but you're seeing 60 to 64 year olds, you know, coming back into the workforce, that participation rate is coming up. Yeah, that's that's that it's an interesting statement about the increase. He would know because paychecks is such a, a massive labor organization, labor driven organization. But but, you know, what I'm thinking is, is, OK, yes, you're right. What's the cause of these people entering, you know, entering into the workforce? Number one, that's a major question. And will all of them find what they're looking for? If we also on the top end have this suppression against employment to try to, you know, basically release or reduce spending. And I know we just talked about spending hasn't changed at, at the, uh, you know, our level. Okay. But are we starting to see that trend happen at some of the employer level? Some of these major corporations start to say, Hey, I don't want to work on, you know, I don't want to work on leverage anymore. I don't want to work on overnight financing. Interest rates are getting too high. I'm going to turn to my balance sheet and my liquidity, but I don't want to spend all my liquidity. So now I'm going to Bo, I'm going to tighten things up a little bit. And I realize that I've hired, you know, 20% more, you know, labor workers that I need. So now we're going to start to reduce. And in my concern to, 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 to Marty's statement is, yes, all these people are thinking, hey, I need to go back in. But what if going back in either A, doesn't give them what they're looking for in regards to salary or pay? And what if it just doesn't even exist? Where right. does that leave them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the... Um you know, the, the, the job reports came down that less jobs were, the employment report came out and less jobs were uh, were were put in place this, well, last month. And so that's good news, but not to, not to the extent that the government wants it to be, right? Again, you said it takes, it's a lagging effort, it's a lagging um, indicator. So it takes like six months, six, seven months from the first, when interest rates rise for you to really see the impacts of it. So maybe now we're starting to see the impacts of the first interest rate right, um, rate hike that was that was done earlier this year. But you know the feds really want to get unemployment to up to over four percent, like four and a half percent. That's where they wanted to be. Now if you think about two thousand nine. Um, I think unemployment was almost at 10%. So I don't know if they Surprise. wanted to get to that to that level, but they really wanted to get it to a point where, you know, it's it gets very uneasy and people have sec and people uh, make second guesses about the the choices they make with spending their money. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know the fear is is what if I what if I don't and am not able to continue to work? These are these are the years that people have relied on Mo 
to be able to finally get to retirement. Right. You know, for so many people, these are their last, you know, I'm on the home stretch. I've rounded third base. I'm making more money than I've ever made. My kids are finally out of the house. I can now save like I've never saved. My house is paid off. And so many Americans are dependent on the next five years, 10 years to be successful in getting to retirement. And I'm just going to tell you right now, it is vitally important for you to respect your income and to make sure that you have a plan in place. It is so important to, to have a plan that can navigate the uncertainties of, of the market, the economy, and your own personal life. That's why it's important for you to pick up the phone and call. If you don't have a financial plan right now and you want an easy way to step in and take advantage of an opportunity that's complimentary from, from, from us at Asset Management Group to you to make sure that everything is buttoned up in what you need to be successful for your retirement, then you got to pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164. 1-800-419-6164. Our team is ready to answer your questions and ultimately to deliver to you the Retirement Readiness Review. Mo, we have one more second so segment left. What do we got? Oh, it's that best time of the show. It's time for questions from our listeners. So that and more, we can come back. Welcome back to your retirement untangled here at Asset Management Group. Thank you uh, for staying tuned to our show. It's been a great show working through some important items to make certain that you guys can be successful financially. It doesn't matter if you're headed to retirement or if you are already in retirement, making sure that you can be successful and can remain successful is so important, uh, especially with all the different items and curveballs that we've been thrown in year 2022. It's a different year. And you need to make sure that you have a plan that can navigate. And if you don't, you better get things buttoned up and ready, okay? Because life is real out there. And that's what our goal is, is to bring real life planning to you guys, which is important about this segment. So in this segment, we're addressing some questions uh, from many of you guys that reach out from week to week, just your scenario off the hip. Uh, and so I'm going to deliver the first question, Mo, to you. Are All you right. ready? I'm ready. All right. So this is Vincent. Uh, Vincent lives just outside of Birmingham, Alabama. And, and his question is this 50% of my retirement is a fixed fund that used to earn 10%. What fixed fund used to earn 10%? I know. Vincent, <laughs> you got to give, give us me some a call. Here. Okay. Uh, but it had been knocked down to almost zero over the last 20 years. Okay. Okay. He's held this thing for a minute. I'm 61 and getting worried here. What's the best, best plan for me going forward? Okay. Okay. Vincent, uh, seems like you are a very risk averse. So 50% of your funds were in a fixed fund earning 10%. Well, we all know what the fixed, what the bond market's doing right now. It's going up, it went up and then down pretty much flat for such a long time. Like Vincent said, almost 20, 20 years. And now with interest rates rising, uh, inflation there, these fixed rates, uh, these, these fixed instruments, uh, may not be providing the, the, the safety net that, uh, that you should be experiencing right now, which is why, you know, when we talk about you're 61 years old now getting ready to retire, we've always talked about money that's smart, safe and smart risk. And what I mean by smart, safe, I'll just focus on the smart, safe side. We want to have some money that is completely shielded from market volatility that gives us the ability to take on risk 
with other parts of our assets. So I'd say, I'd say, Vincent, you really want to really, I like the approach of having some money that is safe, like you're, like you're doing right now, but finding the right approach. So, you know, for you, again, it's just, I would look at vehicles that do give you the ability to preserve your assets, but you, you basically eliminate the downside risk from it. And let me, let me throw something out there on top of that. This is like Disney world for a conservative investor. The season, the season, that we're yeah. in. right? So if you're all, if you're listening to the call and you're like, I'm not conservative, but then you think, okay, well, four percent with no risk, okay, I uh, might I'll I might be attractive to that, right? You got to be reaching out because yeah. that's the environment we're in for all of the safe investors or people that really wanted to stay away at least a portion of their money away from the markets. Well, this is your this is your moment. You yeah, know, take was, advantage. Of yeah, it. I was looking at something that gives us the what four and a half, almost five percent risk free. Yeah. Guaranteed for three, four, five years. I mean, that's that's, that's really attractive right now. So yeah. yeah, Vincent, thanks for giving us uh thanks for giving us a call. All right, Andrew, here you go. Betty and Philip from Macon. Oh, here we go, Macon. We are in our mid-70s and a friend told us about your show and we're new listeners. Awesome. Years ago, I thought I was going, I was being clever and moved two thirds, two to three years worth of estimated RMDs out of our normal investment portfolio and into a cash money market retirement IRA account. The intention was to fund the cash account during a better stock market environment and not have to tap our regular retirement portfolio to meet the RMD requirement during downturns. I had not counted on where on where periods like we are experiencing now of high inflation. I'm now worried about the impact the high interest rates will have on our future thoughts. Yeah. So Betty and Philip, it's a great question. And it's actually a move that I, I feel like some people have made, you know, when year 2020 happened, uh, obviously very quick, very sharp volatility. And there were some people Mo, that made a decision to say, you know what, I want to go ahead and take a chunk of money and get out of this thing. Right. Let me take money out of my IRA. Let me sit in the cash position, whatever. It seems like we were at the top. And the truth is, is the, the, the culture that we've been in with such great markets, I would say over the past few years, there's been a lot of investors that seems like, okay, we're at the top, we're at the top. We're at the, and, and both the real estate market and the stock market has continued to climb and climb and climb. And now Betty and Philip are sitting here, okay, well, number one, I've missed out on right. two to three years worth of returns. Of course, year 2022 has taken last year's away. Um, and, and now inflation's killing me and I'm sitting in a money market. Okay. Well, so here's what I would say, Betty and Philip. The truth is, is it sounds like, I'm just going to be honest with you. It sounds like you don't have a plan. It sounds like you have an idea of what you want to do, but it sounds like you don't have a financial plan. And the reason I'm saying that is because what you're doing is guessing. You're jumping out with no great indication or game plan of how to get back in and how to convert. Uh, if there is a need to be converted, which it sounds like there's a possibility there with conversion. And it doesn't sound like you have a great idea how to take advantage of a what we talked about, a Disney World environment for someone who has money in a money market. Um, yeah, has money in a fixed account. And so I'm going to say, Betty and Philip, you guys are the ones that need to be reaching out because in the retirement readiness review, we can measure your ability to be successful with all of those elements included into one picture, putting all the pieces of your puzzle together and then showing you where the gaps are in your plan. And you're going to be able to see them. You're going to say, hey, listen, I don't need anybody to explain it to me. I can see it. Here's the issue. Here's the issue with my taxes. Here's the issue with my safe money. And here's the problem with inflation. And if you're not careful, guys, inflation is going to kill you. Uh, let's go on. One more question, Mo, for you. Leo, Leo here in Atlanta, Georgia, I already received Social Security benefits, but I am still working. 
I recently had a severe heart attack and it appears I cannot work for at least a year until I hopefully recover. Leo, so sorry about the yeah. accident and, and the medical condition, but hope you get the 100% recovery. We keep our keep you in our prayers for that for sure. Can I receive disability social security benefits in addition to regular social security benefits? Ooh, Leo, again, uh, my heart goes out to you. Um, you can, uh, unfortunately, you can't you can't double dip. If you've already started receiving social security, then um, that's what you're going to receive. You can't receive both social security disability and social security retirement income. So, um, yeah, you know, um, yeah, uh, hopefully the hopefully you get a speedy recovery. Hopefully the income that you receive from Social Security kind of make things meet, but and and is meet. But unfortunately, you can't go. You can't you know uh, use both sources of income at this time. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, Leo, we hope you get to feeling better. And uh, listen, this is going to wrap up our show. And once again, we, we talk about this retirement readiness review. And what's, it's, it's a complimentary uh, offer that we provide here at Asset Management Group just to our listeners at Your Retirement Untangled, both the TV show and the radio show. But it's a great way of making sure that you are on the right path, the right roadmap to be successful, to get to retirement, or if you're in retirement, to stay successful in retirement. Now, yes, our planning here at Asset Management Group works best for people that have over $750,000 of assets because some of the things that we can implement and execute. But that doesn't mean that if you have two hundred and fifty, dollars that it, you don't need to pick up the phone and call. Believe me, whatever you have is important to us. And we want to make certain that you are also equally treated with value and that you're ready to be successful. And for anyone that's listening that wants the opportunity to take advantage of this complimentary offer, pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164. 1-800-419-6164. Be blessed. Be smart and wise with your money. Take advantage of your income. And we'll see you next week. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Peran provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or are offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.